Welcome back to So Wait Pause, the podcast where we pair a good and bad movie and get drunk while we do it. This is Ashley, and I'm with my favorite drinking buddy, Sean. Hey. Hi. So at the end of our last episode, we talked about how we were going to do a listener's pick of Hereditary and the House on Haunted Hill. We always confuse that when we talk about what the name of the movie is. I mix is. it up with the board game. The trail at House on the Hill. It's <laughs> yeah. House on Haunted Hill. And haunting at Hill House. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's, all, there's a lot of haunted <laughs> Never hill go houses. to a house that's on a hill. It's going to be haunted. It's yeah. bad news. <laughs> I also just finished reading Hell House. I don't know if anybody's ever read that book, Hell House. But mm. also in a uh, hill slash on a, some, they kept using a weird term, a tarn. It's on a tarn, whatever that means. I don't know what that means at all. But as you might be uh, able to hear, we are going to do a holiday episode with a special guest instead of some uh, scary movies. So my good friend Molly is on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. It's good to be here. We're excited to have you. So we've talked to you like a ton about coming on (laughs) and like coming and doing um, an episode but really the precipice of this was you getting drunk at our house a few weeks ago and being like, I'm doing a Christmas episode. That is, exa- cr- <laughs> that, that, is, that is what happened. I did do that. Um, and very specifically, Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. That's about yes. to get announced. But um, <laughs> Yes, no spoiler. We are definitely watching the greatest Christmas movie of all time, a Muppet Christmas Carol. I'm here for it. Yes, with the incomparable Michael Caine. Who I don't remember in it whatsoever. <laughs> like I remember so many things about a Muppet Christmas Carol. Except for Michael Caine. Uh, it's literally my favorite fact about a movie is that they asked him to be in this movie. And he was like, I'm going to play it like it's the Royal Shakespeare Company. And I'm never going to act like I'm acting with Muppets. I'm going to be dead oh serious throughout this. And he brings it. I'm so excited to watch it now. <laughs> Steve Martin is also in Muppets Take Manhattan. Is that right? One of them. An inferior Muppet movie compared yeah, to Muppet One of those he's in. I can't remember which. He's in one of those. And because uh, Ashley's now big into Steve Martin because of the Hulu show. I want to call me big into Steve Martin. I enjoy Well, him. you said he could get it. So. Well, yeah, I'm Father of the Bride. <laughs> that too. You said that. John you forgot Marcos already. And whatever year that was. Your love yeah. for George Banks. <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so most important thing what are you drinking? Um, since it is a Christmas episode, I am drinking um, Shiner Holiday Cheer to get in the festive mood. Delicious. Yeah. Very smart. Mm-hmm. I have some eggnog, but I don't know if it's still any good. It should oh. be. We haven't opened it. No, we opened it. We drank it when we put up the tree. Oh, yeah. I I'll check it. Drink it. Maybe I'll drink a little bit of it. Spiked eggnog mm-hmm. as one of the Ooh. drinks. Yeah. You should, we'll you should definitely We started consider. heating ours. So heated eggnog tastes a lot better. Oh, than yeah. cold eggnog. Yeah, I'm really an eggnog person. I'm not either. I drink it one time a year, just like when we put up our tree. Mm-hmm. Also, I made sweet potatoes earlier this week, and I thought I was grabbing cinnamon to put on them, and I grabbed the nutmeg, and all I could think about was eggnog as I was eating <laughs> the sweet potato, and I was just like, I can't do this. That's not a combo I would typically associate and put no, together. No, definitely no. was not what I meant to do. That sweet potato surprised me, too, because it had sour cream on it, but yeah, I thought I it was Greek like melted yogurt. marshmallows or something like that. Oh. So it's like, you know when you think you're about to taste something, and oh, then you take a bite, and mm. it like startles you? It was Greek pumped. yogurt. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Greek yogurt and nutmeg. <laughs> Delicious. It, it was not. Like, I literally ate around it and then threw it away. I could not take yeah. it. Oh, wow. um, well, I know we're doing a holiday movie episode, yes. but 
What are your favorite types of movies slash what's your favorite movie? Oh, wow. Um, I was not prepared for this question and I probably should have been. I do typically love um, a good rom-com every now and then. I was about to say, if she doesn't say rom-com, she's lying. (laughs) (laughs) No, because yeah, my I think one of my favorites is still My Fair Lady with Audrey Hepburn and Rex Mm -hmm. Harrison. Love a good musical, as you can tell with Muppet Christmas Carol. Have you seen the new Netflix show? Uh, What was that movie called? Love Hard? Oh, yeah, with Nina Dobrev. I haven't yet. Oh, no. you'll love it. It's it was so good. good. Yeah. No, because I haven't watched that Christmas movie. I watched, um, I think it's got Brooke Shields, and I can never pronounce his name. It's the guy from Princess Bride who plays Wesley. They're in a movie called A Castle for Christmas. Oh, I've seen the ads for that. Yeah. No, hmm. like not what I would consider, you know, a quality movie, but mm-hmm. I am of the opinion that all Christmas movies are kind of like pizza, like it can be kind of bad, but like, it's still pizza. Like it's yeah. still, like it's still good. I'm going to enjoy it. That's like an analogy. So I, we went into that love hard movie and I thought it was going to be trash and it actually was really cute. I yeah. Liked it's, it. You said Nina Dobrev. Yeah. Yeah. And then the male love interest is the guy from Silicon Valley. Yeah. It was really good. No, it's definitely on my like list to catch up on when I finally, you know, we get to Christmas break and I can kind of take a breather. Now, about all Christmas movies being at least kind of good, yeah. not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. Because over Thanksgiving, my mom really wanted oh us to God. watch. Like the oh only thing, the only thing she wanted us to do while we were there was watch Christmas in handcuffs. Which I told her is never a porno. <laughs> yeah. It does, but like I'm intrigued. <laughs> Tell me more. Okay. So um starring You don't Mel- know her. No, name. I know. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart. Melissa Joan Hart. Okay. And Mario Lopez. I mean, this sounds delightfully terrible. It like, don't get me wrong. It had been made for TV, but... It had been. And it had been made for TV so long ago that, like, the logo for ABC Family comes up for it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> like, when it starts. It does have that whole, like, where it fades out for the commercial break. Yeah. And then, and then fades like, back in or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, how was it? Terrible. It was Absolutely so horrendous. bad. Well, like, but now it, I have to go watch it in preview. My mom thought, thought it was so good. Quality. Yeah. But, she, she, it was... Did you write down that one quote that we both were like dying over and your mom <laughs> thought we were legitimately like enjoying the movie when we were laughing at it? No, I'd have to go back. It, that, was, it honestly, was not a nice haha laugh. It was like, a it mean. was like, this is so horrible. <laughs> yeah, we, we laughed out loud at it. And my mom was like, yeah, great See? movie, right? See, it is a good movie. It came out in like the early 2000s though, right? Yeah. That's what it seemed like. But I feel bad because like Sean's mom is like the most purest person in the world and she's not anybody who I would ever like make fun of. And she's so great. Unlike my mom, who was not the purest person in the world who I will make fun of relentlessly at all times who constantly like this was like this was a my mom moment of my my mom forcing us to watch a horrible movie and be like isn't it great isn't it great aren't we all having a good time yeah and like normally I probably would have like embarrassed my mom but it was Sean's mom and she's just too good of a person my mom's a really good person that's not what I'm saying (laughs) that did happen with the new Cinderella Oh, yeah. When we that were there, so she bad. like really wanted to watch the new Cinderella, and it was absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. It's like beyond terrible. It's not just like the bad CGI. Camilla, Camilla, yeah, Camilla, uh-huh. yeah. It's not just bad yet. CGI. It's like they didn't even try to make it 3D CGI. So it's like <laughs> there. Sometimes she's just in front of like a wallpaper. <laughs> like the castle will rotate, and no depth will rotate with it. Like she'll oh. just turn at an angle to the obviously like 2D wall. Yeah, but my mom was like getting like mad as we were watching it because she was like i can tell you're not liking it and i'm like i can't help it this is horrible <laughs> there's like nothing worse than having somebody watch you watch something exactly yeah. and i'm 
gonna be very aware of that and try not to do I was that about to say, you're definitely gonna do that to me today. i absolutely am and i'm gonna try to be aware of it and i'm gonna try to not do that I will was doing thing. that to me when we were watching sandlot yeah ended up well, loving sandlot. a lot of sandlot. people end up picking their favorite movie and so mm-hmm. you really care about it yeah right so like last week i did goofy movie and i personally really care about goofy movie so. <laughs> excellent choice and an excellent episode by the way i well thank you love that movie yeah i mean powerline is, is a fantastic band i still listen to powerline I still remembered all the lyrics. I mean, it's short. It's like a minute long, but I remembered it. I stand it. back. Honest. Well, stand stand out for one. Oh, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> that song I might have been on my not top. Listen to that, all song, that song might be on my um, top <laughs> songs for the year for Spotify. It's eye to eye. I to I. That is what it is. I to I. There's, well, there's stand out and then there's eye to eye. There's two power line songs. Yeah, there's two. Yeah. One at the beginning, one at the it's end. It's like yeah, stand uh, Spotify out. wrapped playlist. No. Uh, That's what I just said. It's all mine. Yep. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, and people, when people pick their favorite movies, they care about you know, people and enjoying it. So. Yeah. No, and I definitely don't think that this is in your typical genre of um, I Ashley faves. But. Well, I mean, holiday movies all get like a certain type of pass. So. Yeah. Okay. So we know that we're watching A Muppet Christmas Carol as a good movie. Yes. But you've told me you've changed your bad movie. I have. I had a change of heart. I um, Last night while I was researching everything, I originally was going to do I'll Be Home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen it. So I was very nervous mm-hmm. going into this, mm-hmm. having not seen the movie. And I had just been to visit my niece and nephew for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I mean, also my brother and sister, all but mostly Big, the kids. Yeah. And we watched the original Home Alone movie, which is amazing. But mm-hmm. then my little nephew, Sweet, was like, this is such a good movie. I wish there was another. Oh, my God. And I was <laughs> like, oh, oh, there is. But it's it's bad, Henry. It's not good. <laughs> There's so we not already, just one other. There's many other. We don't talk about the others. Okay. But um, <laughs> I'm not going to make you watch Home Alone 3 or anything like that. <laughs> but I do think they both came out in the same year. So Muppet Christmas Carol came out in 1992, as well as Home Alone 2, Boston, New York. The one with Donald Trump. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> That might be part of a role. Okay, so Macaulay Culkin does come in back in this one. Yeah. Because isn't like three or whatever, like they start replacing the kid? They start replacing him because Mm -hmm. he was probably like a grown man at that point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's one even after that, but it starts becoming like way. They're coming out with another one. I think there's another one that's about to come out. I think they're trying to remake the original. (laughs) So that's the, you know, everything's getting remade. No. They just released the new Ghostbusters. The one that's like supposed to be a direct sequel to the original. I'm kind of excited shit, about the original that. Too. I'm not going to lie. I'm very excited about Ghostbusters. I'm shaking it my just head came now. Out. It has reasonable <laughs> reviews, like 70s. I don't know. I grew up, Ghostbusters is one of my older brother's favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And so I grew up kind of, you know, vicariously. It's one of my favorite movies. So I'm just, I'm excited because it's the original like writers and kind of in that vein. So optimistic, but also very cautious as you should be with all of these remakes. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let, let's get into it. So okay. I hope everybody knows the plot of A Christmas Carol at this point, right? I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> it is, it's a classic novel. That's going to be a problem. I did read it in seventh grade um, for English class. I did too. Well, so I say read, but y'all can't see I'm doing like air quotes because mm-hmm. I definitely used Muppet Christmas Carol as my <laughs> reference. So I didn't read it. And I would have gotten away with it if I hadn't talked about there being Jacob and Robert Marley. Um <laughs> And I was I was found out. <laughs> um, so that's that's how near and dear this movie has been for as long as it's been close to me. I love it. Yep. 
Okay, so do you have drinking rules for I us? I do. I do. There's not one on like the usual mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. websites. Drink but one. Yeah. Drink one. Um, but I did find one on Film Drunkies. It's okay. a Tumblr. Okay. We've so used that. I think we've used that one. I yeah. think you've used it a couple of times. There's quite a few, so we can kind of pick and choose if we um, want to, you know, get creative or edit and take some of them out. Um, but the first one is to drink any um, time they say Scrooge. Perfect. Yeah. Drink whenever somebody starts to sing. Heavy drink every time a ghost appears. Drink each um, Statler Waldorf joke. So the two, the guys that are playing Marley, the two mm-hmm. old men. The old guys, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Drink whenever Scrooge is teleported. Drink mm-hmm. whenever Rizzo gets hurt. Drink anytime someone says Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Drink anytime someone says Gonzo Dickens or Charles. <laughs> drink every time Scrooge says humbug. Take a shot when Michael Caine cries because it's so hard to watch. <laughs> uh, drink for every line that comes straight from the book. Do your best. Molly um, won't know because she watched the movie only. <laughs> I mean, like, they're pretty obvious with it. Like, it's right. a kid's movie. <laughs> um, drink for every, t- um, every time you're impressed with the puppetry or muppetry. <laughs> the muppetry. <laughs> yeah. um, take a shot for the Swedish chef because what is he even doing there? <laughs> So true. <laughs> yeah. Drinking anytime that food talks, which happens quite a lot. And then drink whenever Rizzo is eating. All right. That's so we've basically got, drink for every minute of the movie. Right. <laughs> we, we might be in trouble. Yeah. That's why I said we can edit yeah. some out. That's we're, definitely, we're definitely going to have to pick a top five there. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll I just see, wanted like, to lay it out and we can kind of discuss as it goes. Also, yeah, as we get into it. Also, we'll see I was what. like, okay, cool. This is coming from Tumblr. And then I got to the take a shot for Michael Caine crying. And I was like, did Molly write this Tumblr? Like, is this <laughs> Molly's <laughs> Tumblr? No, Molly does not have a Tumblr <laughs> anymore. As, well, no, never. Because oh. I knew, like... Part of my, like, self-restraint is to just not do a thing, and so <laughs> I do not have a Tumblr for that very reason. I used to have a Tumblr. Same reason really? I don't have a Reddit. I thought I was going to be a music journalist. Sean knows this. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> Ashley told me not that long ago that she doesn't even like music anymore. <laughs> That's what? not exactly what I said. Ashley wanted to be a music journalist, and like, it was, like, maybe a year or two ago. I say a little while ago, but it was, like, a year or two ago. And I was like, Ashley, have you heard this, this, and this? And she was like, I don't really listen to music. I don't like music anymore. <laughs> That's not what I said. You said that all you listen to are, are podcasts. And I, I did say that. I said that like the time for like leisure music listening has like completely like left the building. Like because I can't really listen to music at work or things like that. Name five new artists. I can't. Like exactly. But that's that is different <laughs> from saying I don't like music anymore. <laughs> I think Ashley likes like two artists anymore. Stop. Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears. Oh, what is that? Yeah, name? you you know who it is. Oh goodness. Uh the bleachers. It's just called bleachers, but oh, sure. The, it's bleachers. Okay. Yeah. That one. <laughs> Anybody else? Lana oh, Del Rey. Britney Spears. Roll on a Dore. Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. Do you okay. have any listen to the new album? Cause there's no time. <laughs> <laughs> what a music journalist. <laughs> Call a pitchfork. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. All right. Okay, I'm ready to go do this. Yep. Let's go. All right. And we're back from watching A Muppet Christmas Carol. I have one thing to say. (laughs) Hashtag free Bob Cratchit. What? From what? From Tiny Tim. From from Tiny (laughs) Tim. From his fraudulent son, Tiny Tim. It's not his fraud. It looks just like him. Well, fraudulent uh, medical needs. Oh, man. Insurance fraud. (laughs) Uh, Whatever. So, (laughs) 
Ashley, throughout this whole thing, hated Tiny Tim. This this specific Tiny Tim. Yeah, like, I've seen so many Tiny Tim. I've never read the story. I've never been like, fuck Tiny Tim. This so, Tiny Tim can go fuck himself. As watching this, I was thinking of all the other ones, because a lot <laughs> came out right in this time period. So yeah. Right when this came out, the uh, Disney one came out with Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. And wasn't it Scrooge McDuck played Scrooge? Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. right. And Pete was the ghost of Christmas future or whatever. Because you don't see him until the very end, and he leans out and has that cigar in his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember exactly. But... I, I recall what you're talking about. Yeah, this and then there's, right. there's the serious one with Patrick Stewart that also came out in the 90s, and that's the one that my dad made us watch every year, because he loves Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. So he was he played Scrooge in that one. Again, the inferior Christmas Carol adaptation, but you know. It was fine. much more serious. This one was better. <laughs> inferior again. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Muppet Christmas Carol for life. Um, No, I had a sneaking suspicion that Ashley was going to hone in on Tiny Tim and direct all of her um, emotion. I didn't know that (laughs) an inanimate piece of fabric that, like, (laughs) sings should receive a Razzie. Like, it's so bad. It was the worst acting I've ever seen. Worst acting performance since something. Wait, when did this come out? 1992. Okay, so in the 1993 Razzie's... If Ashley had been a, a judge, there's one vote for, for the Muppet <laughs> voice actor of Tiny Town. Well, was or it the it voice the actor? It was the, the, the Muppetry. It was the Muppetry. No Oscars for Muppetry <laughs> here, my friends. He was hobbling a little, like... It was thing. a little excessive. And then he's like, okay, Bob, I'm just so, I'm just so sad and I'm so thankful I get to sit here. <laughs> like, he's talking That's like... That's what he's Tiny a, Tim always acts But he's like. talking like an six-year-old man yeah that is not a child okay his hobbling you have to consider that this is being done as a puppet right so like he's hobbling yes but he's also like being controlled by like a marionette or whatever they do to control those things yeah so am i gonna put the hand up for a razzie too i guess (laughs) (laughs) it's like i'm not seeing any muppet christmas carol nominated performances Mm -hmm. for the 1993 Um, razzies Taking Tiny Tim out of the movie, though, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. aside, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts? Um, I love, I, I mean, I loved it. It was like that perfect dose of nostalgia. It's one of those movies that, like, it holds up for adults to be watching too with their kids, you know, like it's entertaining yeah. for adults. Yeah. Yeah. The CGI looks a little bit dated, but we talked about this during the movie. And I yeah. think that for the time period of 1992, that it wasn't too bad. Because I think, like, I just rewatched all of The Next Generation okay. recently. And, you look at that, and that's made for TV, but, you know, it's supposed to be a sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. And its CGI looks like this or worse. Okay. Right? So I, I think yeah, this is not too I don't have a frame of bad. reference for, like, what to compare it to. Yeah. So I was just like, I mean, I know I'm creeped out by the Ghost of Christmas Past. Right. When we talked about this, that it looks like a old porcelain, like, painted doll that my grandmother had that really, like, you know, traumatized me a couple of times <laughs> when I was visiting her. So, I mean, I, like, have my own thing with, like, my own beef with that ghost. But, you know... Just in general, I didn't know. That one was far more terrifying than the <laughs> Christmas future or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like you kind of mentioned, like it's got that uncanny valley effect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It's it's just like it looks almost real, but but not. And it, it, I don't know if they like took a, a real face and superimposed it and then it was just merging too strangely. I don't know. Or if they just CGI'd a face. Yeah. I can't tell exactly, but it was it was very creepy. And it's like a little girl. So is that always the case? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I think I think it 
think so. I think so. Again, like I said, I never read the book like I was mm. supposed to. I relied on the Muppet Christmas Carol to get me my solid um, B plus, And I think I would have gotten an A if I hadn't, again, exposed myself. I'd say that's probably the case for yeah. everybody post the 1930s. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I think we've all been coasting on seeing the play or one of these adaptations. Yeah. I think not too many people read the book at this point, right? I mean, or maybe we're just like bad students. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I can't remember reading any Christmas story other than Christmas at the Cranks, which has a different name, but it, yeah. it's by John Grisham. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's the one that my dad every year was like, let's sit down and read John Grisham. <laughs> it's a very interesting family tradition. Yeah, I can't, I'm not going to lie. I cannot remember the name of that book. It's not Christmas at the Cranks, but it was adapted into the Tim Allen. Right. Okay. Isn't that what, what that was called? Mm-hmm. The one where they decided to stay. Yeah. Pranks, where yeah. they, they go to like Hawaii for Christmas. The well, premise, they were going the, to. They were going yeah. to and then they yeah. don't. Yeah, they can't find their passport, they're, right? Yeah. Well, I think their well, daughter says they want. she wants to come home. And then they're uh, like, oh, snap, we have to like that's what, last yeah. minute yeah. Christmas. I'm glad this. we're all like together yes. like remembering the plot of this movie. Yes. It's teamwork. Yeah. That's the only other thing that we ever read that I definitely never read. Mm. I mean, I, I'm sure once at least I read the Charles Dickens version. Of Christmas Carol? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, of something else. <laughs> uh, what, what, uh, what's like, please, sir, I want some more. That Oliver is, Twist. It's Oliver Twist. Is that Charles Dickens? Yeah. It is Oliver oh, okay. Twist. Because they made a, they made a, like a little joke about, I want some more. Yeah, the cheese. Yeah. Isn't that, that what they were saying? Yeah, please, yeah, sir, I want some more. That's no definitely che- No cheeses for us Mises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Such bad grammar throughout this movie. Well, well it's like on page uh, 19 of the script that says right here. <laughs> I tried really hard to, like I said, I tried really hard to not um, sing and say every line as it was going by. That was a very conscious effort. You didn't say every line, but you did mirror the, uh, what were they? Were they birds or cats? Uh, if they were birds. Oh, yeah, when, when they I, cooed. Yeah. You did the exact same coo. Well, there was a cat meow, and then there is a pigeon coo um, yeah. in the Ghost of Christmas Present song. And, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> hold it in. It's pretty great. In terms of drinking to this, because that's what I was thinking about the whole time, yeah. there are all the rules. I mean, it's like every minute of the thing that you drink to. Yeah. It's easy to drink to because it's a story that everybody knows, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you so don't like, have to that like, makes really focus bit, on the plot yeah. You don't have anything. to focus too yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, some of them were just so easy because, like humbug, that, that was one. And he says yeah. it all the time. Mm-hmm. Scrooge, it said all the time. We had to uh, like get that out of here. I almost said sixty nine that, but that is not what. Uh, what Inappropriate. That is. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what. This it is. is a family podcast. <laughs> Children might eighty six. Eighty six. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah. We had to get rid of that rule. Yeah, we have to get... You yes. don't have to use any phrase for it. You can just say it. <laughs> I there, understood. There were a lot of rules. And I, you know, to be honest, like, I knew that we were going to have to, like, you know, pare down which ones we actually followed. Because there was just a laundry list. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you choose the right rules, I think it's a very drinkable movie so that oh, you yeah, can contis- consistently Absolutely. be drinking. Yeah. yeah. I'd say that my favorite rules were narration. And mm-hmm. I think that you can make it like it doesn't have to just be like because mm-hmm. you said when when phrases are said from the book. Yeah. Almost every time they narrate, it's from the book anyway. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. even, you know, sometimes it's not. I think narration, that's a good one because it's not just Gonzo and Rizzo, right? That narrate. Isn't there a little bit of narration 
No, I think Hansa and Rizzo are the primary narrators, yeah. but I do know that Scrooge has a lot of his dialogue is probably taken directly or yeah. like really closely adapted from the original. For yeah, sure. that's yeah. true. Yeah, I think a lot of the dialogue in general is probably taken. You can definitely tell when it switches to that more like Muppety. 1800s sounding like. Yeah, there's definitely a difference between like traditional Muppet writing and Charles Dickens, as I hope there would be. But, <laughs> you would, you know, you would, would assume so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I love that. One thing I was thinking throughout the whole movie was that, oh, well, two things. The very first thing that hit me was I was wondering, when did we get rid of sleeping caps? I don't know, but that is a good point. Why what was we... the purpose of a sleeping cap? I don't know. You just, I, I, was, I thought about it the whole time because it's, it's not look. It's not just Michael Caine wearing a sleeping cap. It's every Scrooge. <laughs> well, it's not a Santa hat. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not a Santa hat. It's a sleeping cat. It looks like a Santa hat. But why did we have them and why did we get rid of them? I think the real question is, is Santa just wearing a sleeping cap and he's napping on the mm. job? Oh, man. People just don't want to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's this pandemic economy. When people just don't want to work. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so and that reminds me of my other point. The other thing I kept thinking about throughout this is that we could easily adapt this. Obviously, you can always yeah. adapt this. It's been adapted like 100 million times. For um, sure. This is like literally right now in a nutshell. Because this could, I thought, I told everybody this could easily be Jeff Bezos if he shaved his head. <laughs> not like, not just because of the premise, which could, that could fits in fine. Yeah. But he looks a little bit like Jeff Bezos in some ways. Like Michael Caine in some ways looks like Jeff Bezos in this. Oh, we almost had a party fall. <laughs> I saved it. <laughs> well, the beer is safe. We had someone not save it <laughs> in a past episode. Well, obviously, glass. I'm the superior guest host. <laughs> you probably true. still see some uh, red wine on the Lion King right there. Oh, uh, love you, Will. <laughs> that, that same time, Ashley knocked that uh, poster yeah, off the wall. I can't talk. <laughs> the drinking rules worked. <laughs> okay. Sleeping caps were originally worn by men and women <laughs> to protect against cold nighttime temperatures. Men also wore them to cover their bald heads in the name of dignity. The <laughs> name of, in the name of dignity. The same men wore, <laughs> commonly wore wigs during the daylight hours. You could tell, I feel like this was written by a 16-year-old. You could often <laughs> tell a class a woman belonged to by looking at her cap. What? How? How would you, how would you look at their cap? Is there just like a... Like, if it you, doesn't have Louis Vuitton embroidered in the stitching. Huh? <laughs> But you wore them when you went to sleep, right? Not just like out in the street. I think I think a sixteen year old was having like a stream of consciousness. It's like cats, <laughs> all cats, button on the keyboard, <laughs> women's caps. Well, I mean, I don't know, but I don't know why that hit me so hard. But it's just something I could not stop thinking about because he wears it the okay? whole movie. I'm great. <laughs> Uh, I need a sleeping cap. I probably don't. It's probably way too hot. God, you'd be a mess. In a sleeping cap? Yeah. <laughs> That's probably true. I get way like, too I'm too hot of a sleeper. That would I not am. go well. That's true. <laughs> so we have sleeping caps. Obviously a product of the time. We, uh, oh, we didn't really? Drink, Were they a product? We didn't drink to it. It's a product of the time. We normally drink to products of like the 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah, we did not think of the sleeping cap. Product of the, <laughs> the 1880s or whatever, whenever or whatever this was. Is. Yeah. Yeah, well, so now we know where sleeping caps. We what time? What when year? I don't. The sixteen year old did not know when they oh, were okay. like spouting poetic about. I thought you were about to say sleeping caps. The, the era in which mm -hmm. it was invented. 
If people are wearing wigs, then I'm assuming like 1700s and But 1800s. were they? I don't believe everything this person just wrote. Oh my god. <laughs> What's well, a book report or something? Um, okay, so. <laughs> it's a book report. <laughs> Sleeping caps, historically accurate. I always wonder these things. So that, I always wonder, like, what did Hollywood make up? You know, like, what is us just thinking that's what people looked like and then we just mm -hmm. repeat it forever and it's a stereotype versus what did they actually do? Uh, so that's one. Now, there is one slight issue here in historical accuracy, and that would be oh, no. Fuzzy Wig's fake rubber chicken factory. But, like, that's a definite... <laughs> But I mean, like, it's Fozzie Bear. He it loves is. his rubber chickens. He does. That honestly, it was so funny that they didn't draw attention to it. No. That the joke is just that it's a it's fake rubber the, chicken factory. Yeah. And I think I made the comment when it happened. I was like, how did Michael Caine say that line without yeah. breaking? Because yeah, just, oh, it's Fozzie Wigs, like, old yeah. rubber chicken factory. Right. And I was like, which was his first job. In my first job. <laughs> I was like, oh. That was a good. <laughs> you you did bring this up at the beginning that Michael Caine really tried in this movie and it was very clear. It's true. It's he clear that he it. did not like take this as a like who owns Muppets. It's Disney now, but who owned it at the time? Jim Henson. Is it just Jim Henson? I think so. I think yeah. So. Uh, so it's like it's clear that he wasn't like I'm going to go act in a Jim Henson movie. Mm -hmm. It was like I'm going to act in like a a movie. This is going to be <laughs> my adaptation of yeah. Christmas Carol. Because I think he like petitioned to get the role. They were looking at some other people. He said, <laughs> "No, I want it," and then they gave it to him. He's like, "And I'm going to take this as the most serious role of my life." <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I just, I love the commitment. Mm -hmm. He had no business bringing it in a Muppet movie like he did. <laughs> he was, he was great. He, yeah. he was really, really mm -hmm. great. That does bring me, I have one other question. Yeah. So you all saw the Disney version, right? Of Christmas Carol? Mm -hmm. I mean, kind of, but I mean. I she know doesn't know like the script page numbers or anything. Okay. I'm I was like, just... I've seen it. It's just not as good. So I don't. Okay. I was yeah. just going to see, have you seen it? Yeah. You're probably the wrong person to ask about this. I was just, I was just going to see, like, did you like the Muppet <laughs> one or the Disney one better? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask about this. Yeah. And I feel like I'm clearly biased in one direction. Right. <clears throat> I'd so. say the Muppet one is a little bit better, but I can't remember too a much. A little bit better. I mean, I remember really liking the Disney one, too. Okay. Mickey Mouse and <laughs> all that. I mean, you came <laughs> I to the right decision. You came I, to the right decision. I can I just... name one character. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can, name, I can name probably more. Goofy was in that. Uh, Goofy played, uh, Was he Bob Marley? No. Marley? I think, right? Because didn't he kept, keep getting, like, tied yeah. up in the chains? Goofy. I think Goofy was, was Bob Marley. And, what Bob Marley? Is that his name? <laughs> Wait, no, right? What is his name? It's not Bob Marley. It's it? Jacob Marley. <laughs> Jacob Marley. It's Jacob Marley. <laughs> well, Bob I Marley think... is a, uh... <laughs> no, I know who Bob Marley is. Yeah. I couldn't... <laughs> wait, wait. You do not remember when when Goofy played Bob Marley in uh, a Disney Christmas Carol. I love more that Molly was like, "Okay, so let me explain to you who uh, Bob do you Marley know who is." Bob Marley is. I think I'm getting confused because in this one, like, wasn't don't there... make me explain it too much because I will mess this up. And wasn't there somebody. Rob Rob Marley? Because didn't they make up an extra Marley in this? Because it was the two Jacob and Robert. Yeah. Okay. So it was Rob yes. Marley in this, but that's Sadler not and Waldorf. That's not the... in the original, right? No, that's, again, how Miss, Mrs. Doublestein, my seventh grade English teacher, figured out that I actually hadn't read mm. the book is because I was like, well, the Marleys. And she's like, you mean, Mar like, what? And I was like, yeah, Jacob and Robert. She's like, okay, you haven't read this book. And I was like, lies. She was like, there's only one. I was like, 
you're making this up. You're like, yeah, I they sing that song. I was committed to the bit, and I got called out. Like, she had to, she's like, open the open the book to page, like, whatever. And I was like, That's okay, hilarious. I mean, you got me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom now. Bye. I mean, you understood enough, right? Like, they, they use a lot of the book in this. Like, you got the whole storyline. I feel like it's a very good adaptation. I think it's very accessible mm-hmm. for kids. I don't know. I just... The Muppets make me happy. Um, I was w- listening to a podcast the other day that like Brene Brown does, um, mm-hmm. Unlocking Us. And she interviewed, I think his name's Brett Goldstein. He plays Ro- Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And he is obsessed with the Muppets, which only made me fall in love with Roy Kent even <laughs> more. <laughs> but he like brought up the point. He's like, you know, the Muppets like aren't good at what they do. <laughs> like, oh, Kermit's a see bad host. one tiny ten. <laughs> well, yes, but like if you just think about the Muppets in general, like Kermit's a bad host. Like mm-hmm. Miss Piggy's a terrible singer. Like mm-hmm. they're Fozzie's oh, wow. like Fozzie's like not that good of a comedian, but like they do it because they love it and they right. like have a great time. And I like think we could you know learn something from the Muppets. I don't know. I agree. Now, so I, I've brought this up before, but Ashley and I's very first date, we watch a movie at her apartment. Second date. Second date. You're right. The oh. first date was at um, Bosco's. Bosco's. Right. The second date. Then we went. We just watched movies. And so we were, we each picked one. Man, this pairing started so early, but. Ashley chose Almost Famous, which is her favorite movie because she's going to be a music journalist, even though she doesn't like music. <laughs> was I? <laughs> Screw yourself. At that point, I loved music. Yeah, at that point, probably. But I chose The Muppets with Jason Siegel. And mm. so uh, anyway, so that was our very first thing we watched. Okay, so if we're rating this movie, I feel like we have to also rate it mainly as a Christmas movie, like not like just truly like a movie. Mm-hmm. It's tough because Christmas Carol is almost like own genre of Christmas movie because it's like yeah. been done mm-hmm. so many times. It's true. Yeah, I was that's what I was thinking in my mind comparing it to the Disney one and the Patrick Stewart one and there's the Jim Carrey one, which is probably the worst. That one was animated, I think. Oh, in was like it a like really that, creepy like, really, way. Really like weird animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no. it was like almost realistic, but did not watch it. Yeah. Is it kind of like the Polar Express when they did yes. that one? Mm-hmm. So that's like a big Rutgers family Christmas tradition. We read the Polar Express on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. Like my dad's like super into it. And we went to go see the movie. He was super jazzed about it. It's the creepiest movie. Mm-hmm. It like, really Christmas is. Movie. I think for the same reason, that Uncanny Valley type thing. Yeah. Where it's like, it's just yeah. like, it's not quite human, but it's no. also not cartoon. Well, so it's like, like they had that like Tom Hanks was all like dressed up like when they did Gollum and Lord of the Rings with like the little CGI like. Yeah, it, it was very creepy. It was, Again, all Christmas movies are good, but mm-hmm. that is one of my least favorite Christmas movies. <laughs> Polar Express? Yeah, because it's creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is creepy. That's true. Well, I'm boring. That too, but I didn't say it actually did. Polar Express is, yeah. yeah. I, I can barely remember it, but yeah, I remember enough Slide for away. it to be boring. Well, I think that's what happens when you take like a book and adapt it, especially a children's book, and you have to fill, you know, X amount of time. Well, like, not Christmas at the Cranks. With the Cranks? At one of them. I think it's Christmas with the Cranks. Nah, that one's a great adaptation. Well, you <laughs> thoroughly, know, there's always exceptions to every rule, but I don't know if that was an exception to the rule, but it wasn't. <laughs> okay, Sean, what do you think I rated this? Um, boy, I don't know. Uh, what do you think I rated? I'm like too emotionally invested. Mm. I think you're going to be generous because you know it's one of my favorite movies, nope. and you were very <laughs> nope. No, I is my rating is truly based off me alone. I do think that it's interesting you were wanting to clarify it needs to be rated just in like its own like Christmas category. So mm-hmm. that makes me think it's higher than we would initially suspect. Hmm. Sherlock Holmes over here. 
I know. I've, you know, just been, you know, paying attention, maybe binging <laughs> some, some previous podcasts because I was, you know, just had some anxiety. It's fine. Um, I'm going to say 72. I'm going to say 61. An 86, guys. Wow. Ooh, I'm not that's high. That's high. You're it's not rich. <laughs> I just, like, I got really nervous with all of the tiny Tim hate. I mean, he deducted five points from my score, so. <laughs> oh, it would have been in the 90s? I think so. Wow. Uh, rating as a Christmas movie. Oh, snap. That's insane. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes it, like, one of your favorite Christmas movies. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's up there. It's great. It's a good Christmas movie. It's a solid huh. choice. It would be under uh, all, I mean, all the ones we watch every year, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Ashley makes us watch the holiday every year. Oh, uh, I don't think that's a good movie whatsoever. Also, I think love, that's an love actually. Movie. Yeah, well, so, you like, have to watch a love actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the holiday, like as a movie, a seventeen. As a holiday movie, a ninety-nine. Huh? No, I just love it so much. Okay, I'm trying to understand the scale differential. Yeah, I don't understand that. Okay, you know, it defies normal math. <laughs> I mean, that's also very fair. Okay. <laughs> Sean, did you rate this? Um, so I was thinking about it the whole time. So again, I was trying to think. How do I compare this to other Muppet movies? Because I think this is one of the better Muppet movies. But I'd say that this is... So for me, I mean, the Muppets from 2011 is probably like a... I like a 99 in my book. Oh, wow. I don't know why, but it is like one of my favorite movies. It just, it just gets Everything you. about it resonates. And okay. everything was hilarious when I saw it. And the music is fantastic. Right after that, I would put Muppet Treasure Island. That's also a good one. And Tim Curry in Muppet Treasure Island is fantastic. Then I would put Muppet Christmas Carol. You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's respectable. Those are two some like powerhouse Muppet movies. Treasure Island is very good. Like we've got Cabin Fever is a very. It's good also good. Muppet like the song. first scene yeah. where they're about to sail away and whatever. Like Rizzo sings a lot in that one. I'm gonna be very honest. I haven't watched that one quite as much as I've watched the current to topic. You need to go back. No, and watch I it. agree. I agree. No, I am. Um, that is a respectable ranking of Muppet movies. <laughs> well, I'll so accept it. Keeping that in mind, I'm going <laughs> to give this an 88. Okay. Great. Because I'm thinking specifically in terms of the acting was good. Yeah. Honestly. Except by Tiny Tim. <laughs> except, except from Tiny Tim. There's always got to be a strong performance and a weak performance. Mm. That's true. But also, as you said, comparing it to other Christmas movies and then comparing it to other Muppet movies, I, I'd say 88. I'm pleased. This is good. I think people would enjoy watching it, right? Especially if you're going to go and watch a Christmas Carol movie, right? I think this is, if of all of the Christmas Carol movies, I think that this is a strong contender for best adaptation. Yeah. Just saying. So for you, it's like 100, right? I was going to say it was, it's given that this is one of, this is my favorite Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So, but taking it out of that, you know, I know it's not, you know an Oscar winner and I know that like yes the Tiny Tim is a little excessive but you know just my personal love of I do love the Muppets and I do love like musicals I mean this is a 95 for me it's up there uh, that's lower than I thought it would be really yeah I mean I like to leave room there's always Mm -hmm. room for improvement but um I mean it's in the 90s it's got an A solid A plus I love it it makes sense makes sense to me I mean I think that's a pretty solid rating especially I mean you, you can only go so high on, on like a Muppet gotta, movie, right? You've got to leave some, like, room. Like, there's right. very few movies, if any, that are going to get above that, I think. Th- that makes sense. Yeah. I think we all can agree, especially when we limit it down to what we said were our most popular rules. I give this movie, like, a 9 out of 10 for drinkability. I agree. I, I agree. I could even give it a 10 out of 10 because mm-hmm. you drink so much. And you yeah. could cut 
two thirds of those rules that we read and, and still, still very, drink like every 10 minutes. It's a very consistent. Yeah. It's very yeah. consistent, especially I, I don't think you even have to take out those like drink, like, mm-hmm. like finish your drink or drink heavily. Mm-hmm. Like when I think that that's, you know, that comes in a time when like mm-hmm. you need a little extra boost. So. Right. Yeah. I really, I enjoyed it. The I, one downside to a Christmas Carol movie, any <laughs> Christmas Carol movie is you can't have a shot in the dark. True. If you're the one person who doesn't know the storyline of Christmas Carol, then where have you been? Then you just need to immediately take the shot because, man. Yeah. But what, do, what have you been doing? I mean, it's just like everybody knows the storyline, right? There, and there's yeah. nothing added to this to the extent that it would make it something unpredictable. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know how you stay true to the like source material and like throw a twist in there, right? Yeah. And have it still be a good movie. I feel like people have tried to do that, but have right. failed like miserably. maybe Home Alone too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a Christmas Carol adaptation, but I admire well, I the meant, attempt like, at <laughs> transitioning. <laughs> it's a good attempt. I love it. <laughs> well, Christmas Carol legitimately was an excellent pick, especially for our holiday episode. Mm-hmm. I love it. Good. Good. I've never seen Home Alone 2. Are you serious? Yeah, I've never seen that. Have you seen the first one? I know I've seen the first one because I anytime something's going wrong, I say woof. But it's because I'm paraphrasing <laughs> the quote, Buzz, woof, your girlfriend. Yes. That's like yeah. my favorite quote. So <laughs> if you've seen the first one, you pretty much know the premise of the second one. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, he gets left again. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Surprise. Come <laughs> alone, too. Man. Lost in New York, though. <laughs> Let's involve CPS at this point. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, but kind you of. You can't keep forgetting your kids. <laughs> I mean, but like his mom's Moira Rose. Like, let's be real. Oh, like, God. Yeah. <gasps> oh, this is exciting. Yes. yes. Catherine O'Hara. In a mm-hmm. much different role. She Very different. So different. Do we need to read a synopsis for this? Or do we, are we I just mean, like, you haven't get it? seen it? You I haven't seen I, it. Of course I haven't seen it. Okay, so you haven't. have it like a shot in the haven't. dark. So yeah. you can do, you have a chance at, okay, so do I need to read the synopsis without my glasses? No. After I've watched a movie? I, I feel like you're leading me to say no. <laughs> no, no I can't. I, I'd say yes, read the synopsis. Okay. So... After snarky youth Kevin McAllister, Macaulay Culkin, loses track of his father at the airport, he mistakenly gets on a plane headed for New York City, while the rest of the McAllisters fly to Florida. Now, alone in the Big Apple, Kevin cons his way into a room at the Plaza Hotel and begins his usual antics. But when Kevin discovers the sticky bandits, Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, are on the loose, he struggles to stop them from robbing an elderly man's toy store just before Christmas. This is great. Why are they there? <laughs> Where know. is he from? Chicago, it's not, right? Okay, oh, so Chicago. they just like they're like, well, Chicago did not work for us. <laughs> Off to New York. Off to New York. I mean, if you if I can't make it there, or if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. I guess. I well, know. but if if they got beat by a kid, then they probably can't rob New York store owners. <laughs> if I had to guess, that's why they're going for the elderly guy. They're like, can't yeah, be the kid. That's toy store. It wasn't yeah. for that extreme kid. That makes sense. And it's not an FAO Schwartz. It's not. No. I think it's supposed to be like an FAO Schwartz, like knockoff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I already know what my shot in the dark is going to be for this. Okay. Um, I feel like they're going to be like, we need a, you know, we need to try to make lightning strike twice. So we're going to, at some point, even though it makes no sense, have Macaulay Culkin do like the slap, like, wow, like, oh, oh my so gosh, like face. the slap, like when he yeah. uses the aftershave. Oh, yeah. The after, the first yeah. One. yeah. Like that scene. Like, so like something's going to happen. Like he's going to see like the Christmas tree in New York or something. I'm not, I'm not going to put a specific on it, 
But like just because they're like, we're, he's gonna make that gesture. I honestly okay. don't remember if that happens, but mm. that's a good guess. I mean, it's yeah. on the movie poster. I think she's got a pretty good shot. <laughs> well, but the movie <laughs> poster is the exact same, right? Um, actually, no. I think I think maybe the World Trade Center is up in it, oh. and it's got both of the hmm. sticky bandits on either side. And he's got a big mm. um, newspaper, and he's looking over, and he's like, "Oh no." Hmm. Interesting. Well, well what are our drinking rules? Okay. Um, so I got these from the Chuggernauts. Oh, we've used them a lot. Yeah. yeah. So drink one every time someone insults someone or says something mean and drink two if it's directed at Kevin. Oh, wow. Um, I like that. Someone gets caught in one of Kevin's traps and drink five if it could be considered attempted murder. <laughs> That's great. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Anyone mentions Christmas, someone gets hit on the head. Kevin buys something frivolous with his dad's money or credit card. The concierge sucks up to someone. Kevin uses his tape recorder. You notice pigeons. Only drink once per scene with pigeons. Don't get yourself killed at the scene when he calls all of them to him with bread. And then finish your drink when the statue in front of their house is hit by a car. Or you notice a background character who later becomes the president of the United States of America. Oh, God. I'm going to need a shot for that one. Yeah, I think all of us might need to do that. Um, We're going to intentionally rent the... Because we have to rent this, right? Is it on anything? It's on Disney Plus. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was I tried to be podcast friendly. Oh, there Mm -hmm. we go. Uh, We're never not. (laughs) I just listened Uh, to your most recent episode about trying to get the others, so I was very mindful of that. We we still have Shudder, by the way. (laughs) We're We're paying for that shit. We're still subscribers. We're one of the one million subscribers of Shudder. There's probably over a million subscribers because the the Shutter is owned by AMC, so mm-hmm. some Shutter content, but not all Shutter content, is on AMC. I'll be interested to think see if you think this Tim Curry performance is on par with a Muppet Treasure Island. Tim Curry, some of us isn't he the he's someone at the hotel? I thought. I think he is. Ooh, that makes me happy. I, I can't remember. I think he is. For the I longest mean, time, I thought that uh, Tim Curry was Daniel Stern. That the, tracks. The burglar or the kidnapper uh, what? or whatever. No. Um, yeah. yeah, but for like, I mean, like for like 20 years, I thought that. What? So when she just said that, I was like, please say that you think that's the name of the burglar. He does <laughs> not look anything like that man. No, he's I'm the not concierge. that right now. Tim Curry's a concierge and Rob Schneider is the bellman. Rob Holy Schneider. shit! <laughs> or is it Polish Schwarm? No, it's... Asha can't differ- differentiate Rob Schneider from no, Polish Schwarm. Even they look nothing alike. I have to like pause and think about it when I do it, but yeah, no, it's Rob Schneider. IMDB says oh, so. Man, I got really excited that Molly also admitted that 20-year mistake that I did, but she did not. No. Uh, no, I did lots of research because anxiety. They both have curly-ish hair, and that's about the only thing that connects yeah, I agree. Like, as an adult, I'm not trying to argue this. Yeah. As a kid, I can't help it. Uh, well, uh, my point, though, about whether... So this is on Disney+. Plus. What I was going to say, though, is that Canadian version was released where Donald Trump was edited out of it. Because it was Ooh. while he was president, and he brought it up. Um, like, he tweeted like, about it when it, when it happened. Well, I don't like Donald, Donald Trump. I don't like revising history. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was in it. He weaseled his way in it. This so. is actually a statue moment. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> She, Home Alone 2 is my history. I've never seen it. I mean, she is never going to see it. Oh my god! Oh my god! She is really making this argument about statues. Oh no! We're never going to get a sponsor. We're kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. We're kidding. Everything's a joke. 
I, I really didn't mean that way. <laughs> <laughs> New sponsor, the NRA. <laughs> Stop. Trump stakes. <laughs> Brought to you by Sharper Image. <laughs> I hate it. Stop. <laughs> Okay, let's watch this movie. Okay. (laughs) And we're back from watching Home Alone 2. Okay, hot take. I don't think this is a bad movie. I do feel like I cheated a little bit. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. It's a a technicality. Mm -hmm. I Rotten Tomatoes has it as like a 32%. Yeah, I feel like that's not fair. I think the main criticisms from all of the critics were that it's basically just trying to copy and paste Home Alone 1 without a lot of like the heart and soul that was in the first one. For sure. 100% because I wrote down multiple times. So one of the drinking rules should be when it tries to copy a scene. I agree. No, I had that thought too. Yeah. They've like, well, one, like the black and white movie scene, they just take that and plug it right in. Like it's the exact Mm -hmm. same scene. And uh, so that happens the... Uh, like you mentioned, the the pigeon woman kind of plays the role of the old man next door, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like initially scary old person, but now you find out they're friendly and they are your friend. Not so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's like so that that's a kind of copy and paste. Obviously, the the criminals show up <laughs> in a different city and they're they're there all of a sudden. That's one that like just directly the traps and the attempted murder. Yeah, the attempted murder. <laughs> So many attempted murders. Yeah. But only in like the end of the movie, right? So it's like the last maybe third or quarter of the movie. Yeah. I was going to say like, I love, I'm not going to go as far as say love, but like, I really enjoyed <laughs> this movie. The only part that like made it truly a bad movie was like the booby trap torture porn, which I know is like <laughs> ironic. Cause like, that's kind of like the, like the point of yeah the, the movie, but I enjoyed right. all the things that were not that. Yeah, they also didn't, like, in the first movie, there was a rationale for why he had to do what he did, right? He was basically yeah. in the house by himself. He barricaded himself in. They're trying to break into his own family's house. Yeah. In this one, it's just, like, they, they I don't know. I mean, it's we talked about it. Like, stretch. they were about to run by the house, and yep. he, like, called their attention to him and, right. like, uh-huh. invited them in. This he seems like have... entrapment. Like, I feel like he's legally <laughs> liable now. <laughs> I know he's a minor. I'm not a lawyer, but there seems... I will say you can't claim self-defense if you lured them into your booby trapped house (laughs) when they were about to leave. He could have just called the police and they could have gotten arrested on that street. Yeah. (laughs) They didn't have to go through everything else. He had photographic evidence. They were in the toy store. He had all kinds of recordings. Like, it's... He I mean, didn't he need to multiple. go that far. Yeah, no reason for that. And and he could have easily called the cops. He did call them and got them caught, you know, a little bit further down. But he could have easily done it right then instead. Mm-hmm. I wrote, so speaking of torture porn, <laughs> he really does. So that's one of the drinking rules. Anytime you think that some of the traps might kill him, right? Mm-hmm. Kill the yeah. criminals. Mm-hmm. Scene number one, he's throwing bricks at their head. Yeah. And that scene, like, <laughs> did you ever see The Leftovers? On I HBO. Have, I have not seen Okay, there's the a scene where somebody gets stoned, and, like, that's all I could think about. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> in that one, that's a, yeah. In that one, they're throwing rocks. Ro- rocks, like, this size. This is, yeah, and this is like a coaster. coaster. Yeah, coaster size. It's, it's not about coaster size. <laughs> it's not, like, brick size. And that, like, demolishes this this person. This yeah, scene. like, it's a biblical form of killing Yeah, they, like, somebody. immediately yeah. die. And they're, like, profusely bleeding. That is 100% what would have happened. Yeah, no, Marv has done the first 
scene trying to get into yeah the, he gets hit by like house. five bricks yeah no, from, Marv is, from the fourth story of a building he's at least brain dead yeah 100 percent. oh yeah no way he's surviving that so i wrote down the these are very elaborate traps <laughs> he sets people on fire he has them climbing down a rope that he then lights on fire at the base one this movie you could recut the last quarter of it as a horror movie easily oh yeah you could have 100 percent made that a horror I think people movie. have done that like they've re-edited <laughs> the trailer for home alone and it's like a horror movie it makes and, like, perfect sense kevin's just like that little girl in that meme turning around with the fire like, behind <laughs> her, just like yes that makes sense so i thought about that and he could be jigsaw they need to make a, a saw iteration, <laughs> where a new saw. Kevin McAllister is yeah, revealed where as he, Jigsaw. <laughs> where he becomes Jigsaw. That's ridiculous. I Easily. I, I buy it. Easily. So call Chris Rock. He's making the new spinoffs, right? Chris Rock just released that new Spiral or whatever from the book of Jig- Jigsaw or whatever it's called. I, I don't watch scary movies because I'm very easily scared and jumpy. Well, well and Saw also made like 90 movies, but the <laughs> I watched latest the first one. one and I only watched it with like all of the lights on in like daytime. The I first one is, is great. And then every other one just gets progressively worse. I and then that. now Chris Rock took it over. He's acted in it and I think he's the producer or something on it or he helped create the storyline or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, but it's called okay. Spiral. You can get it like... It's up on some, one of the streaming services now. Okay. Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. I probably won't look into it, but thank you for the info. <laughs> it might be on Shutter. <laughs> oh, it is on Shutter. <laughs> for, for a mere six ninety nine a month. I don't remember how much it is. I'll just use y'all's login. <laughs> right. <laughs> one of the million logins that exist uh, <laughs> of the million user database on, on Shutter. <laughs> Uh, but that's what I kept thinking about the whole time, because these are very elaborate. It's not just hitting people with bricks. That's the least elaborate. Yeah. He goes through like great lengths of like tricking them into using the traps. That's a very jigsaw-ish thing. Yeah. You know, it's like thinking they have a way to escape and then you light it on fire. Like that's all like that's mm-hmm. that's beyond self-defense and into just like sadism. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, he wanted them to get hurt. Hurt. In and all he was traps. like having a good time doing it. Well, he was just like. You don't fuck with children. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. Guess you yeah. don't fuck with kids. Also, the last scene, kind of like birds, right? Like the movie Birds. What's birds? You don't remember the movie Birds? Like the Alfred Hitchcock? Yeah. Yeah. Where people get attacked by birds. It's just called Birds. It's called Birds. I think it's like the Birds or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot the the. It's very <laughs> obviously it's a the Ohio State right? University. You should know it. You should know better, Sean. <laughs> it's true. Well, I don't know though. Birds or the Birds. Uh, I mean, it's kind of like the same fear, right? Like they're covered in like bird feed and they get like feasted on by like a thousand pigeons. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't love it. I mean, that's kind of terrifying. If you think about it. They were actively trying to shoot a woman, though, so. Well, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I brought that up, too, during the movie, is that these are kind of petty criminals. So it's like, Mm -hmm. it seems like a stretch. That they would be willing to murder a child. Yeah. What they wanted to do in the first movie was break into a house they thought was empty. Right? And that's bad, but it's not like the level of bad of like straight up murder. Murder. And then in this one, they want to rob a toy store. Again, after hours, they're not going to hold up. A toy store. They're not going to like yeah. kill the toy store owner and steal his money. They're going to wait in dollhouses, oversized dollhouses, until they leave. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's one level of crime, right? It's another level of crime to then be like, I'm going to kill a kid and kill this pigeon lady <laughs> in, the, in the park. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not even going to feel bad about it. They have that gun and they don't like use that, it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I don't know. 
That's the other thing is like if he was willing to shoot a kid, he had that gun on the sidewalk. He didn't have to keep getting hit by bricks, right? He could have at least mm-hmm. tried to shoot him from there. Yeah, but then there wouldn't be a movie, Sean. Well, there w- he wasn't in the third one, so they could have ended it right here. <laughs> oh, I stopped watching after this one. I don't know what happens going forward. I don't remember. All I remember in the third one is that he uses like an RC car as one of his traps or uh, something like that. Okay. That would be what you remember. I, I, that's, I, re- I remember that having a remote control car <laughs> like it, so that's all I remember. <laughs> You're like, here I can do attempted murder with my RC car. I mean, significantly worse movie, though. That one is terrible. Absolutely horrendous. Yeah, probably should have gone for that one, but I didn't want to do that to you guys. I mean, I enjoyed watching this movie. I love Tim Curry. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to rate this that bad when I love Tim Curry so much. What's your favorite Tim Curry movie? Clue. Oh, Clue. Clue. That's also my favorite. Valid. Yeah, I I love Clue. Well, and Rocky Horror Picture Show is great, too. We've seen it a million times. We used to see it here Mm -hmm. at the Evergreen or whatever that did. Mm -hmm. Evergreen was supposed to be like one of the first places that it ever toured. Really? Did you know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. It's like the owner had some connection to the original thing, and then he brought it to Memphis in like right when it came out, in like the late wow. 70s or something like that. Okay, yeah. No, I've only watched it within the past couple of years for the first time. Wow. Mm. It, it, I mean, it's insane to think because that's like a little tiny place next to a gas station. Yeah. But it's one of the first places to have it. It can only fit like 50 people in there. Hmm. But they do it every month. So it's like, oh, or at least they did pre-pandemic. Rocky Horror is not much of a pandemic type show, <laughs> especially in those small venues. But <laughs> what did we drink to? Oh, well, um, well, the all, killing, <laughs> the, yeah. all, the all, of, murder. all of the attempted murders and in, in, in traps. Every time Kevin bought something like extravagant with his dad's credit card. Yeah, that was a great one. Every time. What was it? He used his recorder. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that, that's, that's right. a he, good one. He uses that a lot, too. At the beginning, mm-hmm. it's whenever somebody says something like mean to somebody you drink like extra if it's kevin mm-hmm. or we didn't really kevin. drink to that though yeah we didn't really drink to that we did uh drink to uh tim curry sucking up tim curry sucking up was mm-hmm. a big one i did take a big giant chug when we saw that guy that guy 45 looking a lot less orange a lot yeah, less orange a lot less. and a lot mm-hmm. less of a comb over yeah. um you know time was not good to him <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's in it. For some reason, I thought he had more lines than that. But he's literally just like, it's over there. It's, yeah. <laughs> like he's he asking does. where the like lobby is. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. Which I mean, imagine staying at a hotel where you have to ask where the lobby is. <laughs> he was in the lobby when he asked it. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Dumb kid. Yeah, I mean, time, <laughs> times have changed, I guess. We talked about this. You can't go into the lobby anymore. So can't. Yeah, no. We, you can never go, go recreate that scene without spending money for be, a, There has to be something like you can make reservations for something and have proof and get in. Like, they can't be just for hotel guests. I mean, I guess you could steal a credit card and check into a room. <laughs> this is Peter McAllister. <laughs> so. father. <laughs> Sean and I went to New York in December 2019, and we were going to go have a drink at the plaza, and then we couldn't go in because we weren't staying there. But they built, like, a... Like a food hall thing and like the basement and the, like that's where they're the only place the tourists can go now. <laughs> right. And it's I'm packed. So yeah, just, it's like, also so like packed. you don't go to the purpose. plaza for that. Like that's not what no. I'm here yeah, for. I want to not... go have like an Eloise moment. They also made sure that there were doors with like windows in them so that you could see what people were doing in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you can't open this is their, their lobby. <laughs> it, it was really douchey. It's like look at all of the zoo creatures and, <laughs> and their natural habitat. I mean, we found one and Ashley's like, okay, here we can get in this way. But then it's like straight up locked. You can't get through. <laughs> so you tried to break in? No, I not just, quite. I just try to walk through a door. No, <laughs> like I'm not breaking like, in. <laughs> 
I'm not like saying it was a bad idea. I'm just saying <laughs> you tried. It. I mean, we saw successful. we saw the inside. We couldn't do anything in there. Mm-hmm. We couldn't go in or yeah. look at it. But yeah. I was mostly horrified the entire time by all of the adults and just like all of the ways they sucked at adulting. I don't think that I'm like a qualified certified adult, but like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, oh I'm my kind of, everybody's incompetent. His parents yeah. can't keep doing this, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> at it's some like, point they have to learn to not lose their children, but. Especially the same one. Yeah, the same one every <laughs> single time. That's, that's a little bit of a problem. You'd think that if they're going to lose someone, they'd lose Buzz, right? He seems like a little bit slower Plus, like, than Kevin and <laughs> nobody likes him. One quite as much. Like, Buzz yeah. just kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. He, and he can take care of himself. I don't yeah. know. It's always Kevin, who's like the second youngest of all the people in the whole group. Who should probably have like the most supervision. Yeah, he should be on one of those like child leashes at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like the little harness. <laughs> I absolutely agree. In, like, the hotel staff with, like, how they, like, talked to him about their, like, card and everything. Like, just, I don't know. I don't know. That that scene where they, like, he runs the card and it says stolen. It just flashes stolen. Mm -hmm. And he's just, like, so pleased with himself that he's caught this, like, nine-year-old with a stolen credit card. Right. (laughs) He's like, I'm gonna get him. But never ask questions, you know, uh, why is this stolen or, or where is this card from? Also, it is his own last name. So, it's, like... You could maybe connect him to his father, but I guess he doesn't have any ID or anything like that because he's a no, kid. No. His bag, he didn't have his bag. He had his dad's bag. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that has name, his name on it, but maybe the camcorder or tape recorder. I don't know. Yeah. But you mentioned the, the tape recorder and how much we drank to that thing. Mm-hmm. He pulls this thing, thing out all the time, but it is, it is a physical like cassette tape recorder. Yes. And to make it sound like his dad, he literally like holds it with his thumb to slow it down. It doesn't even yes. have a slow-mo feature. He's like literally holding it with his thumb. And every adult falls for it. Every time yes. he uses it, they fall for it. Every yeah. single time. And I don't know about you, but I have heard tape recorders before. And I kind of was never like, I am. I feel like I'm sitting right in the room with this person. <laughs> like, I, don't, I do not remember that. Well, that in the TV scene when he's using the movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's well, just like, again, how do you fall for that? I would not fall for a CRT TV uh, speaker. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I just feel like I had to suspend reality a little bit more than I did in this one. Or I did. In the first one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. to suspend reality more in this one than I did in the previous one. I just. This one's more extravagant. The other one was about being just in a small yeah. town outside of Chicago or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. This one is in New York City. They try to make it bigger. Uh, also, like, the pigeon lady living above the symphony. Like, <laughs> I don't know how she lives there. He kind no of one knows. He walks outside like Batman. Like, I don't know how he got down from there because they're clearly, like, on the very, very top of this building. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's, like, a fire escape or something that goes up there. But it was a very, like, Gotham-esque scene of him leaving that pigeon lady. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Not bad, but, like... I would be fine acting like the first didn't exist and replacing this with it. Really? I think I just love like the running around in New York. Like I struggle Mm -hmm. with uh, movies or TV shows when everything takes place in one setting. Mm. And like the first movie takes place like fully in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So like I enjoyed like all like the Christmas nostalgia of New York. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You also love Christmas. I I do. Well, Christmas. I mean, like, in, in New York, it's, like, the quintessential mm-hmm. American yeah. Christmas place. Yeah. You literally took me to New York for Christmas as a Christmas present. Yeah. Just just because you knew I liked Christmas lights. Yeah. <laughs> just I mean, like, the big scene at the end is, like, you know, in front of the big Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center. So. Right. Even though he's the only person there. 
I mean, it's New York City. Have you ever been in New York City where there was no other people around? <laughs> no. I don't think that happens. Right. I mean, if that's even, happening, probably something's wrong. Right. I mean, yeah. and he, surely this kid isn't standing outside at like 5 a.m. in the morning, but I mean, but I'm pretty sure that's when they were filming it. Yeah, that's probably when they were filming it. Yeah. Although, you know what? It probably is because remember the um, thieves struck at midnight. So everything after that had to happen after midnight. It's probably mm. happening around like, right. yeah, like three or four in the morning. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, you're I'm right. So smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also show the, the clock on the street, you know, because they, they show how much time he has to set up the traps. Mm-hmm. Which again, I mean, this kid is like a mastermind at setting up traps. Mm-hmm. He sets them up faster than anybody could set them up. He used yeah. to go to like Arkham or something. Yeah. No, like, I think it would be very interesting to assess this kid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He has something wrong with him. There's um, something going on. Well, and he keeps getting lost and and or running away. Yeah. He also shows no remorse for uh, anything that he does, <laughs> whether no. it's injuring people or. But he was he was at he had the best of intentions in his heart. For who? He was saving that old man who was trying to take care of those sick kids. You mean the rich toy store owner? Yeah, but I mean, he was getting donations to take care of sick children in a hospital. I mean, yeah. Like, are you going to go, like, burn down St. Jude? What? <laughs> I don't know. You were making some giant like leaps they, there. <laughs> to be fair, Harry and Mark were not going to go burn down the children's hospital either. That's true. They just weren't going to get that extra money. But I don't know. I, it, he seems to me like he's a little, like... Because we mentioned the scene, right? So he's in the toy store. He buys, like, $30 of presents. And then he's, like... This is the best toy store I've ever seen. And the guy's like, yeah, you know what's even better? Like, we give all this money to charity at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Not mm-hmm. true. They'd give like 10% to charity. <laughs> but you know, it's like. an entire treasure chest of money. He, he opens up the entire yeah, toy chest. He does. But he, when he mentions that, though, he was like, oh, that pulled at my heartstrings. I'm going to give you $20 less than I spent on the toys that I bought for myself. And then he was like, I know I shouldn't spend my dad's money. It was a $100 bill, Sean. I thought it was a twenty dollar bill. It was a hundred. Are you sure? Oh, I'm pretty positive. That changes mm, things. I think it was a twenty. I think it was a hundred. We're gonna have to go back and look. Because mm, we ex- sure explicitly looked up, and she said it was forty dollars in nineties money. No, that, that he spent twenty two dollars on the toy. Either which way, it's not his money. Either which way, he <laughs> if it's not his money, then that's even more charitable. What? How? <laughs> type of Robin you. Hood. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to explain this to me. I'm very intrigued. Because he's not enjoying it for himself. Like what? <laughs> like, it's pretty charitable to take money, free money, and not use it on yourself. But he did use it on himself. He used so much more money on <laughs> but himself. But a hundred of it, he used for something good. I think this Actually, is this is hinging on the fact of did he use twenty or did he use a hundred? It, it does hinge on that. But also, uh, even if it didn't hinge on that, <laughs> what we do know for a fact is that what well, well, uh, I wrote it down. He spent nine hundred. <laughs> okay. No, he spent nine hundred and sixty-seven dollars on room service. Yeah, I mean. So let's that's... say that he gave between twenty and one hundred dollars to to charity. He spent. Almost a thousand dollars just on room service, and he probably spent tens of thousands of dollars on the room. I don't understand what that has to do with anything. How does that make him charitable? I'm just, we were talking specifically about him giving money to the children. But you also thought it was somehow more charitable to donate someone else's money than your own money. <laughs> I do, I stand by that. <laughs> <laughs> Not my money. I had the money all of a sudden, and I gave it away. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Okay, like, whoa. whoa, whoa. I mean, I'm not agreeing. I'm just are trying to understand. Saying, are you saying <laughs> that if, 
If I was right now, if I was like, I'm going to call Allsack right now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to donate all of Molly's money to Allsack. I don't have any. That don't would do be, that. that. That would be better for us. Well, yeah. Like I mean, like you can't like hack her bank account, but like if she, you took money, out but if of I her took purse. her credit card, <laughs> I'm gonna go find my purse like right now. Bye, guys. <laughs> but how is that better? If the money is stolen, isn't it better for it to go to charity? That's not the argument. It's the argument. Exactly no, the argument. No, no, no. The so argument. So if you steal money, it's better to give it to charity than to use it on yourself. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Isn't that the most charitable no. thing? <laughs> the most terrible thing you can do is stolen, stolen money. money. No, that's true. It is the most charitable thing you can do to, with stolen money. But what Steal you said money. is that okay. it was more charitable to donate someone else's money than your own money. Yes. No, that's not true. Okay, because think... you could use that money for yourself. But it's <laughs> you can use your own money for yourself. No, if you have your own money, you don't. You don't spend. You don't steal the other money. Kevin didn't have his own money. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to buy that logic. It's like, I think we need to keep pressing on uh, yeah, this. I don't think we're going to That's a circle. I can't, I can't come up with that oh, one. Oh, God. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Kevin, well, we've learned a lot about Ashley tonight. Yeah. Uh, Kevin is the most charitable person. Uh, he's not sadistic. For using his dad's money. Yeah. Instead of his own. I don't think he... Oh, well, I don't like you guys, is what I don't like. <laughs> I feel like I'm putting being penned in a corner to defend things that I'm not necessarily trying to defend. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll let it go. I'm not saying it was right that he was just spending his dad's money. I'm saying that it was a nice thing to also <laughs> consider the sick children while he was spending said stolen money. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And he went and looked at them through a window one time. Yeah, and then decided that he's like, you're not getting your money taken, kids. How was that a bad thing? That part wasn't a bad thing. I think the attempted murder was the bad thing. Once he had a picture, okay. he could have immediately had those people arrested, though. He didn't have yeah. to do the whole end of the movie. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, so is, we have two options here. We <laughs> cast him as Jigsaw or we cast him as Batman. Because that's kind of a Batman <laughs> That's kind of a Batman motive, right? That you're like kind of vigilante yeah. and you're going to take it on yourself to beat down the crime it's of like, New York but City. But did Kevin live long enough to see himself become the villain? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume so. So I feel like Jigsaw's <sighs> more appropriate. Yeah, I, I, I think so. Also, Macaulay Culkin today, uh, I don't know. I feel like he's more of a Jigsaw. He's definitely not a Bruce Wayne. <laughs> no. Uh, who do we have now? Robert Pattinson? Is that who's playing yeah, the new? Yeah, yeah that's not. Uh, how dare both of you? No, I said I Macaulay like, Culkin is not. Oh, is I not thought you were saying that Robert Pattinson playing Batman was a bad thing. Oh, no, no it's like fine. I'm gonna go see him. He's playing like a My Chemical Romance Batman. Oh, you're, that is not true. He's emo Batman. He's not. You're taking it off one little scene. He was taking off this thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like we touched another another nerve. <laughs> you know what would be so much more charitable is if Batman donated somebody else's money to charity. If if Bruce, Wayne's, Bruce Wayne's money from Wayne Enterprise. See, yeah. yes. this is not fair because you're twisting what I'm saying. How is this twisting? I literally just fucking explained it. I said it wasn't right that he stole the money. But I'm saying now that the money's stolen, it was nice for him to use some of it for charity. The Joker. What about it? Macaulay Culkin could play the Joker. <laughs> that makes more sense. Your rationale fits with the Joker. It doesn't fit with Bruce Wayne. I think Wayne. the Riddler is better. Mm, we already have someone as the Riddler now. I don't know we who do. that is. 
Yeah, the well, that's the, who the villain is in the Robert Patman, Pattinson. Batman. Oh yeah, is that Colin Firth? No, no, he's Penguin. Uh, it's uh, not Firth, Fer- uh, Feral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna let it slide, but yeah, you, got, very, you got it. I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> uh, Colin Firth. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine him play. I'm just like picturing Mr. Jarcy. <laughs> Mr. Jarcy is like, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, or so Batman, uh, the King's Speech. Yeah, that too. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay, what are you writing in this movie, Sean? <laughs> You're annoying me. <laughs> uh, okay, so as a Christmas movie, great. Just like the first one is. I'd say this is quintessential. I was very surprised that you hadn't seen it and that you, you don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. Because the Pigeon Lady, I feel, is like pretty like prolific at this point. Yeah. Everybody knows the Pigeon Lady. Pigeon Lady. Yeah, and like the New York City scenes mm-hmm. from, from Home Alone too. but whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do I like it more than the Muppet movie? I feel like that's not possible for you. Yeah, I'd say it's like a little lower. It's not a bad movie, though. No. Uh, I, I went into this thinking that I was going to give it probably in like the 60s. Um, but now that I've actually seen it, I'd say I give it like an 81. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I liked it. I thought it was good. And it's like it had scenes that I laughed at. Mm-hmm. had multiple things I enjoyed. And I liked the first one. And this is basically the first one again. So it's not to like. With New York. With New York, which right. I like better. So I gave it a 61. Mm, you were lower. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm, I'm judging it straight as a movie. Like, I'm not putting in, like, the Christmas consideration like I did for Muppets. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just, like, as a movie, I feel like it's 61. I don't think it's a bad movie. I don't think it's a great movie. But I think it's an enjoyable movie. Well, and I will say, I saw this one maybe even more than the first one. Oh, really? Just because yeah. I like New York more. So, like, when I chose which one, we own both. So, and when mm-hmm. I chose which one to watch, I normally watch this one. So, you basically just use my logic that I explained earlier. Uh, Well, I mean, I agreed with it. Yeah, but now you're like acting like you're like, I only watch this one. But doesn't York. this opinion mean more because I borrowed it from you? You're so <laughs> fucking annoying. <laughs> like, I'm going to stay out of this way all know that. <laughs> There's a new mattress in a box. You can sleep on that. <laughs> Molly, what was your rating? Um, so I liked it. Like mm-hmm. I said, I think I, I think I cheated a little bit and I'm not sorry about it. <laughs> I, I obviously don't love it. Like I love the Muppet, Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a solid movie. I don't think it's as good as the original, so I would obviously rank that one higher. Yeah. I think I have this one at about... I'm flying off the cuff here. Y'all have, like, notes and everything. I feel very underprepared. Um, Sean never writes down his... I write down my rating as soon as I'm done, so I, I can't be swayed after we have conversation. Yeah. I'm thinking it's probably 79. Yeah. I mean, it's a well, solid yeah. movie. I agree with that. I'm not mad about it. I honestly, but... I was thinking 70s before I did my rating, but I, I went a little bit higher because I do feel nostalgic about this movie. So yeah. that swayed me. I feel like I have like a stronger feeling towards the original. And so this one, and again, my older brothers just kind of told me this one was bad and mm-hmm. worse. So mm-hmm. growing up with that message, I kind of have internalized that, I guess, a little bit. But Well, no, and there are multiple movie. scenes. There are multiple mm-hmm. scenes in this that immediately came back to me, like his head being on fire yeah. and like, I don't know. There's just a lot of... I don't know. I just... I felt like I was taken out of it a lot just by mm-hmm. a lot of different things. I wasn't, like, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Um, well, I feel like in terms of drinkability, I would put this, like, around, like, a seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I feel like it had good rules. I feel like a lot of it was stacked towards the end mm-hmm. when yeah. they do a lot of the booby traps. So it was kind of mm-hmm. end-loaded. Yeah. I would give it probably the same. I'd say seven. Just because mm-hmm. you drink a lot, but you drink a lot at the end. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't drink a ton at the beginning, though you do drink to the, the sucking up, uh, the, the recorder. Mm-hmm. Those things happen at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all the traps really happen in the last, like, 
20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. It's all stacked. Yeah. Well, excellent choices tonight, Molly. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It was a great first episode. Very good pairing. For you. Thank you. Will you come back? Absolutely. <laughs> Yay. I'm so happy. No, this is wonderful. <laughs> um, so next week we'll come back with actually watching Hereditary and um, a Hill House something rather. Yeah. One of those Hill Houses. Mm-hmm. On a hill, on a house, on a hill. <laughs> On a hill, on a house. house. <laughs> There's just something hills. haunted about it. <laughs> haunted hill on a house. <laughs> One of Whatever those that is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go. Tonight was a good night. Yeah. Right. Thanks for having well, me, yeah. guys. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah. yeah. Bye. See ya. Bye.